<laughs> don't get hurt. Yeah, please. Oh, gosh, please don't. Because I drafted Tom Brady as my backup quarterback who stays on the bench, and multiple people laughed at that. But then I looked at all of his, like, estimated, wow, I'm getting, nope, I'm going to stop because I'm becoming a moron. <laughs> no, I want to hear it. No, because it tells you what they guess that their point scores are going to be every week. And he always has a pretty high score. So I'm just like, that they, you know, that they estimate. So I don't know why it's bad to draft Tom Brady. I mean, he seems like an asshole man, baby. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not in there for their personality. Yeah. Watch your face could do better. Giselle Bundigitin. <laughs> I feel like that would be like, um, like drafting Russell Westbrook right now in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, He's definitely way past his heyday, but sometimes he can still deliver. Yeah. And it's always a surprise, but (laughs) (laughs) but he can. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know, guys. Wish me luck. I am. I'm really hoping. Uh, Repeat enough about my football. Hit me with an icebreaker. Icebreaker. Marissa. Yes. I don't know if you saw, but uh, buzzing about on Twitter before the show, uh, Kanye West recently told an interviewer on a podcast that he hates reading. He prefers talking. I don't think that he understands <laughs> that those are so vastly different. <laughs> yeah, you don't get the same thing out of... Okay. He says, reading is like Brussels sprouts. If you were to liken reading to a food what would it be and why i will just say first of all i hate brussels sprouts unless you put them in sort of like a soy glaze and then make them really crispy so i don't i think generally people feel that way so i don't think that's a great great, um, thing to say okay Um, well no that's his point he doesn't like them nobody like but okay so he doesn't like reading unless you Fancy it up with a soy glaze. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. If you dip a book in soy glaze, he is there. Okay. Reading Licking like- every page because he doesn't understand what reading is. <laughs> uh, reading is like... Um, His mother was a teacher, wasn't she? <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I don't know what that was. <laughs> reading is like... I don't know. You go first. I. This is hard, Pete. What came to mind for me, and this isn't a hard and fast, honest answer, but um, what came to mind for me was ice cream cake. Okay. Because I only do it on special occasions. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because I should do it more, and I don't. Like, I like it when I'm doing it, but I just yeah. don't always make the time for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. On that note, uh, reading is like tuna fish, like a tuna fish sandwich. Because, like, I'm never like, oh, do I want a tuna fish sandwich? And I was like, no, I want something different. But then other times where I do take the time to make a tuna fish sandwich, I'm like, shit, this is really good. I should have this more often, but I mm-hmm. won't. So, like, I don't raise my... I mean, I'm talking about reading long-form things. I yeah. read short-form things constantly. But it's, it's like a while. Like What? It's not that often where I'll sit down and read a book, but every time I do, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. 
Uh, but yeah, I don't do it nearly as much as I as I'd like. Uh, tuna fish is fucking delicious. Never been a fan. Pete, you gotta try. Nope. No, you know what? You don't. Nope, you don't need to try. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm great just the way I am. <laughs> speaking of things that like you just. You right. just gotta try. <laughs> oh, well, he thinks you're, you're, you know, like Pete said, he's better the way he is. Uh, you're better off without really delving into this. But I was. Um, no, Marissa. By definition, this is something that people need to know. Well, yeah, I guess they do. The reason, so I, sometimes I like really hate myself if I if I do a topic on something that's like viral or trending. But I will say that. There was, there's a little bit more detail to this than you're able to, like, easily just, just grasp onto by, like, quickly le- hearing about it. So, like, I, I, I felt like you might have heard the, the name. Or maybe you didn't. And I just felt like I needed, I needed to, like, break it down with people because I didn't even fully understand it. I first heard, uh, last podcast on the left talk about the topic I have yet to name. Uh, and I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck is a negative weighted image generator? I'm bad at tech. And I don't know what that is and I work in it, so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so th- this is a spooky story about uh, a quote unquote like, like AI or online cryptid, but it, it involves some aspects of tech that I didn't know what the fuck they even were. So I figured let's unlock this together. Let's talk about Lobe, and I will say I'm going to say this ahead of time. I had a Doctor Lobe when I was a kid. Do you think he was a cryptid? A cryptid? Probably. <laughs> well, when I show you pictures, you could tell me if he looked. Okay, like all right. You didn't all look right. it up, right? You no. didn't look it up, right? Good. Uh, I will just say, maybe I should say this to the end, but I'm just going to say it. I want everything to be real. Like this isn't. I'm not bragging about this for sure, but I felt like vampires could very Satan much be- and succubi and. Yeah. Um, so, Marissa, I am reading that cryptids are animals that cryptozoologists believe may exist somewhere in the wild, but are not believed to exist by mainstream scientists. Okay, cryptid has definitely become like something like a catch-all of like a poss- possibly mythical being that okay. like, has like a like a lore around it. Oh, what I was saying is uh, just that. Know that I always want to believe in anything that I believed that vampires could exist until I was, like, 15, and I started researching them more and more and more, and then I was like, oh, I don't think this exists. And I was so depressed. Like, I was significantly depressed because I wanted vampires to exist. So, yeah, I really want things to be real. But after I read about this, at first I was like, ooh, that sounds spooky. And then I delved deeper into it. Here's the thing. I delved deeper into it, and I think because I don't know too much about tech, I was like, eh. This doesn't seem that creepy. Maybe you do know more about tech, and maybe this will send a chill down your spine. So, let's talk about... Hopefully it won't scare you too much, Michael Dominic. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about Loeb. L-O-A-B. Okay, okay. So, Loeb... You say... Not Lisa Loeb, but Loeb is a woman. Nice. Is she hot? Uh, no. Is she uh, single? Because you're into. <laughs> Loeb, sometimes she's seen with children, so no, I don't think so. Loeb was first, quote-unquote, discovered in April 2022 
by a musician and artist who goes by Super Composite on Twitter. And Super Composite was experimenting with an unnamed AI image generator. But to explain exactly what Loeb is, I have to kind of first explain how Loeb, the creepy internet cryptid, came to be. So Super Composite, remember that is that is the lady's name. She doesn't want to divulge her real name. I don't know why. Okay. Super Composite was playing around specifically with a custom AI text-to-image program. Mm -hmm. So what that means is you give it a text prompt, and it works its way toward creating an image that best matches that text prompt you give it. If you have one prompt, that prompt has a quote-unquote weight of one, meaning that that thing you typed in is the only thing that the program is going to be trying to work toward in terms of creating an image. Okay. In that program, you can also split prompts. Like, for example, like you could type in hot air balloon 0.5 and thunderstorm 0.5, and it would try to create an image that perfectly like combined a hot air balloon and a thunderstorm. And the third way you could use this program is you can give it negative prompts. When you do that, the program will work away from the prompt that you give it as much as possible. So basically, the AI tries to make the image look as different from the prompt as it possibly can. This negative... So if uh, I put in, like, hot dog minus one, a hamburger would show up. Yeah, in theory, that that could be the the result. But uh, these negative prompts are usually pretty, like, unpredictable, what the hell they're going to give you. Uh, Because no one truly knows how the data is actually organized in this AI system and (laughs) let me see and basically to like keep talking about this we're going to have to use the we're going to have to refer to the to the um, term latent space which is kind of like the AI's quote unquote mind Uh, the latent space is kind of like you're exploring a map of different contexts uh, I'm sorry of different concepts in the AI and then a, the prompt you give it is like an arrow that tells uh, the AI how far to walk into this concept map and in what direction. Is what I'm saying make sense? Does what I'm saying make sense so far? I'm following you, yeah. Okay. I so, couldn't so, imagine building it, but... Okay, yeah. So, basically, if you prompt the AI for an image of a face, you'll end up somewhere in the middle of the region of this, you know, quote-unquote AI map... Uh, that has a bunch of images of faces. And it'll probably try to get you, like, the most average face available since you just, you know, generally said face. You didn't say, like, woman's face, man's face. It would probably try to give you the most generic version of a face. Prince. What? (laughs) You said prince? (laughs) You know, if you give it a more specific prompt, you know, then it could give you, like, frowning faces, you know, celebrities, things like that. And then with a negatively weighted prompt... Like I said, you get the exact opposite. You run as far away from the concept you provided as possible. But then, like, that's hard to predict what will come. Like, what is the opposite of face? Is it feet? Is it the back of someone's head? It's butt. Is it, like, something faceless? What? It's butt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be butt. (laughs) So long story short, it's important to know that, like, this whole thing is quite 
abstract when it comes to like using these negative weighted prompts with AI. And uh, in this instance, where Loeb came to be, Super Composite provided the prompt Brando. That is the last name of Marlon Brando. She just said Brando and asked for a negative prompt. <laughs> and she, you know, basically would have this AI model produce the opposite of Brando. <laughs> Pete, what do you think the opposite of Brando is? Um, I don't know. A villainous woman, though. Yeah, I would go. I would go with like. I just can't think of anybody from his time. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, a villainous woman. I like that. I'm trying to share my screen with you, and it's not. Oh, there we go. Okay, (laughs) Pete, can you see my screen? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can. That is. I'm sorry, I sent the wrong picture to you. (laughs) This is the opposite of Brando. You see it? That logo? Did-did-ya-did-ya-tap? Digita-pintix. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. You're going to keep seeing my screen. What is that on? What do you mean? That's Twitter. Oh, it looks like it's on a cookie, right? I don't know. (laughs) That's just what it created. So... Uh, in this instance, the <laughs> the negative weighted AI generator basically produced a weird skyline logo that kind of looks like it's on a cookie with nonsensical but somewhat like readable text that says Digita Pinktis. That's the opposite of Brando. Okay, that seems random. So then Super Composite wondered if she could just like do a total reverse of the process. So if you put this Digita Pinktis back into the negative weighted AI generator, would it then give you like Marlon Brando? You know, would Brando be the opposite of Digita Pinktis? Like in theory it should be. I always wondered about the difference between the first eye and the second eye in Digita. You always wondered about it? Yeah, like, when you read comic books, the I in the middle of a word doesn't have, I guess, like, the serif attributes. Is that true? And then, but, like, if a person is referring to themselves, for some reason it pops up. Oh. I've never even seen that. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, uh... I drank an alcoholic beverage very early before this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that extra detail. I enjoy that. Um, and guys, if you want to like follow along and see the images, I think Pete said he was going to put them like with the notes. But if you want to follow along as you watch this, uh, I would just if you just Google like low <laughs> super composite, you should be able to see super composite's thread where she puts all these images. Uh, anyway. So when Super Composite did this opposite image search for Digita Pinktis Skyline logo, instead of getting anything related to Brando or Marlon Brando, she got what she describes as 
A series of off-putting images, all of the same devastated-looking older woman and defined triangles of rosacea on her cheeks. So, Pete, these are so, this is Loeb. <laughs> How would you describe Loeb? I don't like that it's animated. <laughs> yeah, there are, I mean, let's just look at this. How would you describe Loeb, Pete? She looks like a mom who's had a really rough life. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Substance abuse is in there. Probably, yeah. like, spousal abuse. Okay, yeah. So She's cried I, so hard that it's bruised her face. <laughs> I agree. I would describe Loeb as a world-worn woman, maybe in her middle ages or a little older. But she also looks like she was merged with the Muppet. <laughs> I could see some of that, yeah. Yeah, and the TechCrunch article I was reading described it as a woman with bloody, cut, or unhealthily red cheeks with a haunting, otherworldly look. Uh, So the reason Supercomposite named this woman Loeb is because those words uh, showed up in text above some of the images. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, I don't know why, that is the... The opposite of a Digitus Pinctus logo, but you know that's fun. That's random. So uh, why why did this happen? Uh, why did Brando lead to a weird logo, then lead to a haunting-looking woman? It just seems so odd. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, okay. That it's a negative prompt for a logo for a. Th- a thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> I know, I know. So, so why did this happen? Like, why is this weird lady the opposite of that logo that makes no sense? <laughs> Super Composite explained um, why she thinks this happens. She says, well, you start running as fast as you can away from the areas of logos when you do this negative space search. You maybe end up in the AI area with realistic faces, since that is conceptually conceptually really far away from logos. Uh, You keep running because you don't actually care about faces. You just want to run as far away as possible from logos. So no matter what, you're going to end up at the edge of the map. And Loeb is the last face before you see, before you fall off the edge. Now I'm going to say this. That sounds creepy and cryptic. I think Loeb looks creepy, yeah? But I'm not like, oh my god, Loeb is going to fucking haunt my dreams. So, like, the way Super Composite explains this haunting face coming up when you <laughs> when you negative weight search that logo, I'm just like, get over it. Like, you're being dramatic. <laughs> yeah, because the other thing of these AI generator, like, AI image generators is that, like, it's taking bits and pieces from all over the place. So in a way, it kind of looks like a human ransom note. Yeah. And that's exactly what she looks like. (laughs) Well, okay. So now this is where I'm going to go on to where it gets. So that is like setting it up. So basically Loeb is a woman that came about when doing like a reverse AI image search of a nonsensical logo. Someone was just playing around with some AI image generator and found this haunting woman. Now that's not where it ends because otherwise I'd be fucking lame. So let me kind <laughs> Have of a great week, everybody. <laughs> uh, let me explain where it kind of branches out and where people consider it creepy. 
And yeah, then tell me if you think it's creepy because I'm still like, uh, I don't know, but okay. So first of all, negative prompts don't always produce spooky things. Like that's important to know. Mm. And apparently they rarely have consistent results. It's actually quite difficult uh, to get consistent results even if you use the same prompt over and over again. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so for example, if you put like a robot standing in a field into the image generator, whether you use it four or 40 times, you're going to get something different every time. And sometimes it's going to look like a robot in a field. Or sometimes it's going to be totally unrecognizable and it's going to seem like like nonsense. Like it, it's really unpredictable. The thing is, and why Super Composite finds this so creepy, and by the way, the reason I'm bringing this up is it's become viral. Like, the whole Twitter thread where she lays out what happened is viral. Like, I, I, it's not like I picked this at random. Like, I've seen this being written about a lot. So the reason why this is considered, like, a creepy story is that Loeb appears consistently with this specific negative prompt where some would say, it feels like she shows up to the point where it feels like an incantation out of an old urban legend. Like a like a AI Bloody Mary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I did mention Bloody Mary in in the story. So Super Composite says, I use Loeb's image and one or more other images together as a prompt, but Loeb always persists in the resulting picture. So let's say you know, she puts lobe in the prompt and, like, puppies and then, like, bumblebees. You will still get this, like, haunting woman in the image that comes, but it'll just get more and more warped because of the other prompts. So let me go a little bit more, and then, Pete, I'll show you some other lobes. Okay. Sometimes more complex or combination prompts treat one part as more or as more or less of a loose suggestion. So that means like if you give it three prompts, that doesn't mean it's going to be this like perfect combination of the three. It just basically is gonna like use the three of them however it wants. So if you do add lobe in a prompt along with two other things, you shouldn't always expect to see that woman's face. Right. But uh ones that include lobe seem to always veer toward grotesque horrifying and always include some version of that lady's face usually like a woman with like those like red bloody cheeks like we saw in the initial lobe uh picture as she says whether she's being combined with bees video game characters film styles or artworks lobe is always front and center dominating the image with her quote-unquote damaged face neutral expression and long dark hair and it's very unusual for any prompt or imagery to be so consistent and to haunt other prompts the way she does. <laughs> Super Composite speculates that this happens because, quote, I guess because she's very far away from a lot of concepts, and so it's hard to get out of her little spooky area in latent space. The cultural question of why the data put this woman way out there at the edge of the latent space near gory horror imagery is another thing to think about. So, like, to basically, like, simplify it, uh, latent space is like a map, and the prompts are, like, directions for navigating it, and the system draws whatever ends up being around you ask, where you ask it to go. Uh, but no one, like I said before, no one really understands how latent spaces are structured. So why the fuck does this creepy lady <laughs> keep showing up? Um, and to be clear... The way these things work, it's not like there's, like, 
this array of lobe images to be found right. in cyberspace that it pulls from. Uh, these images are being created on the fly. So that's kind of why it's weirder. So basically, no matter what you're putting, like, if Loeb is with a combination of anything, AI will, like, just put her at the forefront. Um, so that is kind of why she's considered a digital cryptid. It's like she's, she's like, haunting cyberspace. So now, Pete, let me show you some more Loeb images. Because, again, it's not just that this lady keeps showing up. It's that she keeps showing up, but, like, the images are, like, gory or creepy. A lot of them were uh, labeled, you have to be 18 plus, and I did not open those because I don't want to see them. Someone said that some of the image would almost like feel like they were on the verge of snuff films. Um, I really like this one, which is, is like chilling, but it's not gory. But basically, to explain it, it's like this lady with odd cheeks is accompanied by her two fake children that are made of paper mache and she's in a room where paper mache is falling from the sky. Do you see it, Pete? I do see it. Okay, so that's one. I would say that that's not really grotesque. It's weird. Okay, see, this one is... I mean, you don't have any interest in seeing these flagged, right? I don't, because I assume it's going to be gross. There always is a part of me that's like, well, how gross is it? <laughs> I mean, I'll open it. I don't want to see it. Okay, this is the one with bees. Basically, this is, again, a haggard-looking woman. Her cheeks are really red, and she has bees coming out of her motherfucking face. <laughs> and then it looks like there's, like, I don't know, there's gross shit. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> this one, this picture has a haggard-looking woman that looks like she's wearing a Michael Myers mask. And is in front of a pride flag. Mm-hmm. I did see the headline just from right now that Loeb is a. I'm sorry, that Loeb. Excuse me. Um, that's the way I read it the first time, so that's why I keep going back Loeb? to it. I don't know. Let that Loeb is a queer icon. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, this is one where I think they combined Loeb or Loeb with Avatar, so it looks like an Avatar creature. <laughs> But they're very haggard and terrifying looking with blue rosacea. Uh, some of them get really abstract. See, this one I feel like is hard to argue that Loeb is there. Like, it's haunting. But I don't see... No, I don't at all. I see the Mandalorian in that. Yeah, I I see... I don't even know what I see, but it's weird. But I... Like, this one makes me want to vomit. A lot of them look like Claymation or Muppets. But that doesn't look like it to me. That doesn't look I mean, like Loeb to me. If you want to see it, right. you can say that some of the, the cheeks look red and damaged or whatever. So basically, guys, I, I almost didn't want to do this topic because I didn't feel like it would be easy to do without seeing the images. I, as I'm finishing this topic, I question whether I should have. <laughs> because I feel we are like going to post a link to the Twitter thread in the show notes so that you can okay. Thank you. scroll through that at this point in the episode if you're interested. I, I So I want to know, really, guys, if you listen to this episode, call us at 570-POD-WOD-1 and, and answer whether you think, yeah, is Loeb an internet cryptid? Is Loeb this, like, horrifying thing that is haunting images and and you know is this fucking terrifying or like are people 
deciding they want to see Logue? Like, do, are all these composite images actually, like, can you trace them back to the original image? I, like I said, I, I think it is a stretch often. I will say, though, it is creepy. Whether or not you could trace each composite image to the original image, it is weird that they're all creepy as fuck. Because the original image isn't, like, terrifying, but all of these look like they're grotesque or depressing. They or, all like, just look like they came from Silent Hill, that's all. I mean, that, that is. <laughs> I will give that. I mean, except for this one. This one looks like it came from something called, from Overwatch. <laughs> Or something. Uh, yeah. Okay, I so I got is. some questions, Marissa. Yeah. Do we have the name of the generator that this person used? No, and that is why I don't like this story either. Because then my follow-up question is, do you need a login in order to do it? And if so, is the AI just pandering to the person who's using it? So, Pete, that's the thing that I don't like about this story. She will not disclose the ge- image generator. There are various ones that I, yeah, I could look up uh, image AI image generators if we wanted to do it ourselves. But she won't disclose it, and that's why I'm like, mm, this sounds like she made it up. This sounds like a fucking creepypasta. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why aren't we getting the image generator? And we can all do lobe composites, and we could all feel the chilling, you know, eh, lobe presence. Yeah. I'm and then on top of all of that, when Hollywood comes knocking and they want to make a Loeb movie, because you know it'll yeah. happen, does this person get paid because they entered a few words into an AI art generator? Ooh, or I mean, does the company who owns the AI art generator own the, like... I mean, one, maybe that's why she's not disclosing it, because she doesn't want them to get the credit. But two, like... She, I mean, the AI generator might have made the images, but she, like, coined Loeb as an entity with like and calling her lobe, so I do think she would get credit. Don't you think? I don't know. I mean, like if I just, yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I also see a lot of holes in that. If she's coming up with like lore and backstory for lobe, then I could see something with that. But long story short, God, that would be the worst movie ever, wouldn't it? I mean, yes, I really... I bet they are going to make a movie. I don't want them to. Tick, 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 on my typewriter. <laughs> or on my keyboard. Submit. Ah! Okay, mean, let me try this Loeb, again. Tick, 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 <laughs> submit. Ah! If Lo becomes Samara, like, in the ring and comes out of the computer, I'll take it. But no, basically, I heard this being touched upon. I would think it would be something more akin to Lobe is is in... Just, like, accidentally shows up in pictures at the Queen's funeral. I mean, <laughs> you know, things like that. Then, then I feel like, yes, you are haunting yeah. cyberspace. <laughs> so basically, like, I heard this story like very condensed, very simplified from a couple sources. And I was like, ooh, that sounds creepy. But I don't understand how she would keep showing up. So that's why I did this, this, story, this episode, because I wanted to be like, how is this coming up? And now that I know more about it, I don't find it as creepy. There you go. So... I don't know. Again, maybe I regret doing this episode, but guys, I tried. <laughs> okay, we can't. They can't all be winners. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, if you you know have your take on Lobe, uh, call us at five seven zero pod one one. Especially, also, even if you don't have a take on Lobe, but if you've used an AI image t- 
text to image generator. Uh, let us know more about how it works or more about the results you've gotten. Um, besides calling us, you can slide into my DMs at risk vandal, or you can email us at shout at yallheard.me. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, Pete, any final thoughts or shall we just jump into plugs? That one that was hidden, it mm-hmm. just says blood in it. That's all. It says blood? No, it has blood oh. for tears. Oh, I'm And it doesn't look anything like her. Oh, yeah. I, they all look gross. Again, I'll get... You just as easily look at this and say, oh my gosh, I see aliens in all of these. <laughs> I would say that the narrative should just be that this lobe woman creates haunting images. But you shouldn't say you see her all the time, because I don't agree with that. Because I'll give you that. She does create spooky images. Sure. And who is she? Low. Or Super Composite. Oh, Super Composite created, or discovered Lobe, yeah. What? <laughs> so you said plugs? <laughs> yeah, let's go to plugs. Guys, that might have been too in-depth, too intricate, too complicated for me to even discuss. discuss. Oh, yeah, if you just go to this this person's regular Twitter, they have a bunch of creepy pictures. Yeah, she said that she was going to keep updating it with Loeb, like, every week. Not even Loeb pictures. Like, these are creepy pictures of, like, feet. Oh, see, I don't... No. Anyway, <laughs> I, I didn't care enough about what Super Composite does besides Loeb, Loeb. I Super Composite Loeb. also has a band camp. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I think she just made this up to get some, some cred. Anyway... Plugs. Um, I will plug. Hmm. Uh, Pete, you go first. I'm gonna plug. If you live in an area that has a price chopper, mm-hmm. aka Market Thirty Two, mm-hmm. they have these things that are uh, called mini light vanilla ice cream sandwiches. Ooh, yummy. Artificially flavored vanilla light ice cream mm-hmm. with chocolate wafers. <laughs> they are only a little bit larger than a credit card. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. But they're really fun to eat because they're tiny. And, um, yeah, and they're only 90 calories each. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um, I'm going to plug, speaking of Price Shopper, well, I do find this is blasphemous name. I will still promote my friend's band, Christ. Chopper. Uh, this is someone who lives in the Scranton Wilkesbury area. Uh, I am promoting it because <laughs> he got called out on the internet from someone else in the Scranton Wilkesbury area saying something like, <laughs> I created the name Christ Chopper a year ago, and now who's using it? Even though I'm the one who pioneered the sludge genre in the Scranton <laughs> it's like so hilarious and I was like oh, I really want my friend's band to now do better so this guy will get really mad like what did you write it in your diary and that's how you consider I found it first like I've never heard of that band before anyway I just think small town low low stakes drama is hilarious and uh my friend Bobby's fun and Again, 
weird name, but uh, I kind of, it's cute. Scoot. So uh, look up Crash Chopper, and he performs periodically in the Scranton Wilkes-Barre area. So if you live there, go check out uh, Bobby Keller's band. Um, so I just want to let you know, it appears that the AI is called Mid-Journey. Wait, what AI? That create Well, so she's got these creepy images of feet. They were created with an AI called Mid-Journey. So yeah. I don't know if she's trying to promote them now since she's an AI art pop star <laughs> or I don't know. She I mean this Moab story is is been coming out pretty recently. She's being interviewed and she's still not saying where it's from. So I wonder if it is that or if it was a different one or if she made it up. But I'll also tell you that just scrolling through the pictures quickly, I would say like 40% of them have a creepy factor to them. Oh, I wonder how you use these things. I wonder if we could do it. Oh, well, you have to become a paid member of our community. <laughs> Wait, what? We need to become a paid member? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unless how much money? Maybe we use our Patreon money. Patrons, do you want us to use our money to get the AI generator to try to unearth our own Loab? Tell us. At five seven zero pad one one. Otherwise, enjoy yourselves. Have a fun week ahead, um, and keep your ears tuned for the La Brea Purveya. Ooh, I love it! Thanks, guys. Be safe out there. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>